0: Good morning, Jesse, I did try to pull in that take me at my word, (laughs) I tried, but again, as I read scripture, um, again, with the theme of what is your life centered on, um, read a few verses from the epistles of Paul in which you find easily what his life is centered on. 1 Corinthians 2, verse 2, For I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Of course, Galatians six fourteen. But God forbid that I should glory, save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world is crucified unto me and I unto the world. I like the section of Philippians 3, again, after Paul talked about, again, his worldly experience and knowledge, starting with verse 7. But what things were gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ. Yea, doubtless, I count all things but lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, Be made conformable unto his death. If by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. Paul, being an example for us in this life and what we should center our life around. What are we centering our life around? Got a section of uh, a little book called The Cross-Center Life by C.J. Mahaney. Wrote this back in '02 little humor, and then it's very pointed humor. And they ask those questions. Mahaney, on Monday, Alice bought a parrot. It didn't talk, so the next day she returned to the pet store. He needs a ladder, she was told. She bought a ladder, but another day passed, and the parrot still didn't say a word. How about a swing, the clerk suggested. So Alice bought a swing, the next day a mirror, the next day a miniature plastic tree, the next day a shiny parrot toy. Then on Sunday morning, Alice was standing outside the pet store with it open. when it opened. She had the parrot cage in her hand, tears in her eyes. Her parrot was dead. Did it ever say a word? The store owner asked. Yes, Alice said through her sobs. Right before he died, he looked at me and asked, Don't they sell any food at the pet store? There's many good causes and activities that can occupy a Christian's time and attention. But just as no amount of parrot cage amenities can make up for a lack of parrot food, nothing can replace the gospel in a Christian's life. Without it, our souls will become like Alice's pet, starving in a crowded cage. It's important to ask honestly what we're currently building our lives around. Before we can talk about how to live a cross-centered life, we have to identify what our life is centered on right now. We are all living lives centered on some thing, but is it the right thing? So think about this for a moment. What is the main thing in your life? Let me put it another way. What are you most passionate about? What do you think about when you can think about whatever you want? What do you love to talk about? What defines you? Is it your career? A relationship you're in? Your hobby? Your political affiliation? a fascination with the latest electronic gadgets. Or maybe your main thing is something that's clearly others-centered. Maybe it's your ministry, your family. Maybe it's homeschooling or a cause like the pro-life movement. Good things all, but not the one thing God says should be the most important. The matter of first importance. Quote, I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you, Paul wrote. For what I received, I passed on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins. That's 1 Corinthians fifteen one and 3. First importance. The Bible tells us that. While there are many different callings and many possible areas of service in the kingdom of God, one transcendent truth should define our lives One simple truth should motivate our work and affect every part of who we are. Christ died for our sins. If there's anything in life that we should be passionate about, it's the gospel. I don't mean passionate only about sharing it with others. I mean passionate in thinking about it, dwelling on it, rejoicing in it, allowing it to color the way we look at the world. Only one thing can be of first importance of each of us, and only the gospel ought to be. This was a hymn that we actually sang last week. Just wanted to read it. It's one of those that can kind of hit you. And I was surprised, Randy, you didn't grab it this morning, but maybe afterwards. Rock of ages cleft for me. Let me hide myself in thee. Let the water and the blood from thy wounded side, which flowed, be of sin the double cure. Save from wrath and make me pure. Could my tears forever flow? Could my zeal no longer know? These for sin could not atone. Thou must save, and thou alone. In my hand, no price I bring, simply two. Thy cross I cling. While I draw this fleeting breath, when my eyes shall close in death, when I rise to worlds unknown and behold thee on thy throne, rock of ages cleft for me, let me hide myself in thee. What is your life centered upon? What is my life centered upon? Lord, give us eyes to see. Lord God, you are good. I can only thank you that it is by your spirit only that you allow me to get to know you a little bit more, to understand your word a little bit more, to see you, to realize the defining moment of Christ on the cross that has changed me from one who sought self to one who seeks you. Help us to be mindful of that. Help us to wrap our lives around that, that it may change how we work, how we think, how we relate to others, how we minister, how we parent, how we honor our parents. Thank you, God. Be with us, Lord. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.